another episode of Hollow Bone. It's been a little while since we uh, recorded something. I think it's probably been like, I don't know, probably like four months or something. We had oh a God. bunch maybe, of backlogs. Three. But uh, I don't really know where to kick this off. Uh, so, so we've had some stuff transpiring in life recently that's been pretty interesting and very humbling in a lot of ways. And um, so what seems to be very much indicated and what we can kind of share like backstory, etc. But what seems to be very much indicated right now is like a coming out of hiding in all every which way that is possible to come out of hiding. But I think um, you know, this had kind of been poking its head up for me in a lot of ways, actually, you know, from the one of the very first podcast episodes that we did, uh, finding your voice, finding my voice or whatever. And I was starting to realize that there was some sort of like ceiling that things that impulses or like what felt natural would like hit the ceiling and then just kind of fall flat. And, you know, as that has unfolded, what I realized is that that was just like a way of an identity trying to hide because it it feels so vulnerable to be exposed and um yeah I don't I I don't really maybe you try to like we don't have to restart but I just like I don't really know exactly what to say about it because it's like it's so interesting so Henry and I moved since we recorded yeah, our we moved last to West podcast. Virginia we're on a bridge that we built over a stream so that's cool yeah, that Henry We're out in the builds. woods. Yeah, out in the woods. It feels very much, feels pretty cool. Ooh, we gotta. There's gonna be a lot to to kind of like unpack here, I guess. But it's um. Kind of thorn in my foot. Um, but yeah, we're on 15 acres of property in West Virginia, and uh, a lot in life has shifted, like energetically and. Leaves are falling. Leaves are falling, and. Um, yeah, that's actually a good uh, metaphor. Um, but I guess this is kind of interesting. So like when I, when we think about this, we've talked a lot about truth on this podcast and it really, it's not any different, but I guess what we could probably call this would be like honesty. Yeah. Um, and so it's been like a really interesting thing, I guess. Like we've talked about truth in a big way, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, or like you could call that like maybe in an truth. absolute way. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that that has been something that has been a big part of my life. And when I think back on this, like I, I was saying to you earlier that I remember hearing, I think, Adi Ashanti, you know, like, or we've even talked about it, like asking yourself, what is it that you want? And it's tr- mm-hmm. if it's truth, you know what I mean? And I when I think back on that, before I ever even came upon any sort of like spiritual teachers or anything really, I remember being at a Vipassana and I had never heard of like Adyashanti or any of these people really. Um, and I remember just having like this thing that just sprang up from somewhere that was just like, I want to know what's true. And that question, <laughs> if you, I think it's probably. I think a lot of people can be like, I wanted, I want to know what's true. You know what I mean? And I, and I think that there's, yeah. there's so many, there's levels to this yeah. shit. And the thing that comes up as you say that is like, uh, I've also heard this question, and I've asked this inside myself: is what do you want more than anything else? And if it's truth, what are you willing to give up 
to know what's true and like are you willing to give up everything because it, you hear I've heard too so many times and in so many ways and from so many teachers that like the cost of truth is everything and you don't and, and, and in the same way that the cost of truth is nothing and at nothing all. and you don't and understand that, that until you're at that <laughs> at that crossroads like staring yeah that staring illusion in the face and like realizing what the illusion actually is and the illusion is me itself its identity and you don't realize how deep those tentacles go until you know like something life you know like you put in a situation and like yeah this this episode maybe a couple episodes is going to be about like honesty and like truth manifests like truth is absolute like absolute truth we've talked a lot about absolute truth and this is honesty is very much like truth in in the relative way yeah and it's like if you I heard this quote, like, not to, you know, beat a dead horse with the Adyashanti stuff, but I heard this quote recently. It, it was, it's something along the lines of, like, um, if you think that you can live an awakened life or embody an awakened state without telling the truth all the time, it, it basically the question is, like, how could that ever happen? Sure. How could you embody an awake, awake state and not always, and not tell the truth all the time. Like it, it isn't possible. It could never happen. And it's just yeah. like that. And so, what's been arising lately is, you know, it's unfolded in multiple ways. But I had started to realize all the ways that I posture, and all the ways that I hide subtle things. So like things is things like. Um, so one one of the big things for me has just been like emotions and just like stuff that's arising that like naturally feels like it's trying to express and like there would be a hiding or a turning away from because there's fear of like making somebody uncomfortable, fear of being rejected, fear of being abandoned, fear of um, losing this relationship, a fear of fear of whatever, fear of like having a confrontation with the identity that I've propped up, which is like good, a good girl who is sweet and kind and is very conscientious of other people and just started noticing <laughs> literally throughout a single day. If you think of like all the ways that you posture or shade the truth or color a truth or withhold something or bite your tongue or don't express an emotion because it's not proper or socially acceptable or because it's not the right time or because you don't want to get fired or you don't want to lose your lover or just like all of the ways <laughs> or even something as simple as like meeting somebody or passing somebody and them saying hey how are you doing and you saying great when that's not the case just like I th so that's something that I've noticed is like instead of maybe what's more appropriate or more honest is just like nodding to acknowledge that somebody said hello and they don't actually want to know what sure. is going on with you. <laughs> yeah, God forbid you actually tell them, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's like, a, this is like a really interesting thing and I feel like there, there are a bunch, of, there's like a bunch of levels to this. And it's interesting also to even like look at this medium and just be like, oh, like there's, a, there's like subtle ways and it sounds like it's kind of like this methodical thing that's happening, but this is like, your conditioning is so ingrained from a young age of like, what is okay, what's acceptable, that it's like clockwork for you to basically just hide, hide, hide. 
And I guess like the interesting thing about this honesty component is that I'm this this uh, character is so devious, like so um, manipulative in the way that it works that it basically thought that it was going to circumvent an all-out brawl with honesty by going absolute truth. Mm. Like there was a subtle way that 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 this thing was kind of like being like, oh well, maybe I can scapegoat out of this. You know what I mean? And it just doesn't work like that. You know what I mean? As I'm standing here looking at it, I'm like, you, you fucking dummy. You know? And I'm I've always been one to learn everything the hardest way possible. I've taken, you know, I have to go to like the dead end of something, beat my head there for a while, and then be like, okay, I surrender. And so, like, the interesting thing is that in our relationship it's perfectly matched and it's been perfectly matched when I look at any relationship that I've had throughout my life it's been perfectly matched in so many different ways but it kind of like evolves a little bit but essentially like I'm having because really what's going on is I'm not having a relationship with you like I'm it it's me you know what I mean like I'm having a relationship with myself over and over and over again and something is basically being asked for and so these, just to put this simply, like these characters, this one's looking for love. Mm-hmm. Like this one's looking for love that will never go away, that like you'll cherish me, like you'll even, what did you say earlier? Oh, um, that, that you'll, you'll sacrifice your own happiness. No, 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 or, but that it's like I want to be um, worshipped. Not ad- worshipped. <laughs> it's like I want to be worshipped. Okay, so that's this one. This character has been hiding its sexual impulses and desires i guess you know what i mean or it not even so much that but it's it's hiding out in the shadows of the things that it likes to to do in the shadows which is basically Mm -hmm. like looking for sexual validation or like some sort of like just looking for other shit you know what i mean so this one is looking for other shit other shit (laughs) or no this one is looking for other shit but it wants this one to be the other shit. Yeah. All the other shit. Uh-huh. This one is just looking for other shit. Yeah. But both are ways of what we've really been sitting with lately. Both. It's the same thing. It's all a way to avoid just this. Right. Exactly what is here. What's showing up. And speaking up, it. And speaking it. And exactly in a given moment, if something is here, like whether that be an emotion. Like I feel like emotions and like human shit is almost like taboo in certain spiritual circles because it's like "Mm, we're trying to transcend the human shit here like we're and just like hoping that by going on a spiritual path or seeking enlightenment that we're going to transcend what is happening here we're going to transcend this the mundaneness the humanness the discomfort the lies the hiding but that's not the way that it works it's like a swan dive directly into eventually all of that stuff because all mechanisms fail so like you know mine and like seeking you can call it transcendence or the absolute and all of these different things eventually like all coping mechanisms fail and it all points back to this right and so i've got any number of coping mechanisms whether it be like substances tobacco caffeine all of these different things and this is yet another one, you know what I mean? Like uh, infidelity in these different things. But I just had basically 
two weeks ago, I went and, and was unfaithful. And so that basically evoked all of the same old shit. So to give you like a good example of this, like in my past long relationship, there was like a number of unfaithful things and my character has always gone into hiding and it's had reaffirmations from partners that these darker parts of myself were not okay. And so this started so long yeah, ago. Like, like, how dare you? Right. How dare you be unfaithful? How dare you even be interested in something? Look at all that I've given you. How could you want anything else? And in a way, they were right. And like all of their stories about the monster that I was in their stories were absolutely true. And so it was like a really interesting thing because I went through all of these different things and I faced off with all of these characteristics and I became okay with them in myself, I thought. Because when I'm alone, when I, when I spent all of this like time in solitude, I faced off with all of this different stuff and I, and I thought that it was done. Yeah. But relationship is a motherfucker because <laughs> it will work out the finer points of different things and you can go as far out into whatever you want to call absolute truth, God, you know what I mean? These different things. Mm -hmm. But then you're going to come home to what it, you know, like your relative life. And, and I guess at, at the end of the day, it's like, if it doesn't count here, then it doesn't really yeah. count at all. It's where the rubber meets the road. And like, this is, if you think that you're going to skirt around all of that stuff, you're grossly mistaken. <laughs> but it's and like I an interesting that I thing. Would. Like, I was because like, we're standing in the middle of this yeah. thing, and, it, and it's highly uncomfortable. And like as I'm, as we're navigating like these different things, but the funny thing is about it, it may not always be like this. And 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 it, there are, there are shit that I, there is shit that I share that I'm sure it fucking stings. But I, like the more that I'm like looking at this stuff, I'm just like. There's a crossroad right here at this point that is either going to just let it all, like all of it fall away and just be like, here it is. Yeah. Or I'm basically just going to be resolved to a life of just trying to, I'm no longer at a place where like I can hide from myself. Like this shit is yeah. so, it's so loud, so raw. It's like the loudest shit and it's just being like, this is unavoidable at this point. Like yeah. you ran away from all these different things. And, and even in certain aspects, by myself, I ran headlong into them. Mm -hmm. But then here it is doubling back on itself. And so it's like, we talked, we've talked about this before too, that like the absolute and the relative, like you can hold them apart in your mind as conceptual things but they're like directly yeah. interwoven and so it's yeah. just like it, I was thinking about this this morning so I was watching a video that Mukti did and she was talking about like something she called the two hands exercise and it's like holding two things that seem paradoxical and like I had this image in my mind of like okay you can hold the absolute and the relative thinking that you're holding two different things but then you look up and it's actually one thing you just have two different hands on it hmm you know, it's yeah. actually not a part at all. It's not separate. Yeah, it's like interesting too because it's like we were talking about this earlier, but it's like intimacy is just such like a strange thing. And it's like, I feel like so much of this stuff, I just feel like 
it's been a, it's been such a long time coming, and I've just been avoiding it like the fucking plague. Like because I value autonomy, a, autonomy, mm-hmm. and like solitude, and all of these things inside of myself. But in a way, there's like an identity component that's wrapped up in that piece, because if there really is the boundarylessness and and those different things the aloneness if those are actually really true then there would be no hesitation with just letting you into all of it and not just you but like you this is like the first step letting the world in to just be like hey have a look around at all of my fucking dirty laundry yeah because it's like why am i and and in a much like you have witnessed me in the world like I don't have a lot of shit where like I give a fuck about mm-hmm. stuff where I'm just kind of like yeah you know whatever it is what it is but there's still some subtle hints and like this one this one component is like very interesting and it's like got its fucking hooks yeah in you know there. and what, the only way out of it is through it through is it, to yep. just be fucking brutally honest yeah and it, you know, it's interesting that, like, these two things play so perfectly together in each of us. And it's, like, at the core, they're not separate things because what it is is that there's been an identity built up here around love and here around freedom. And it's, like, what are you willing to give up? Because so love, and like, the truth of love and freedom, they're not two different things. It's exactly the same thing. It's truth. Love, freedom, truth. God. God, consciousness. It's life all the same thing nothing absolute relative void like it's all literally the same thing but in order to know that i have to give in order to know love i have to give up love in order to know freedom he has to give up freedom so the concept the concept of it that has been built up and the identity that has been built up so the identity here in bird is being someone that is worth loving forever Mm. And giving all of, literally giving all of that up, and everything that goes That's along an with it. That's interesting. I gotta ask. So it's that. like a survival. What do you think mine is? Survival. Um, I think almost to like me it feels like a little bit of like a I'm not like, afraid to lose everything. Yeah. And on one hand, or be alone. You to know? be alone. Yeah. But it, but I'm not afraid to be alone, and that that there is like a piece that like I found in that, like that I that I spent enough time yeah. in that. That is true. But true aloneness, like what it feels like to me is like true aloneness is not being necessarily just being alone here. It's being alone here. Yeah. And like those boundaries falling away so that there's no there's no longer a difference between being with a perceived other and being totally alone. Like there's no difference in perception and behavior and actions. It's just all the same thing. And each moment might like ask for something different or require some like a something different might be indicated energetically but it's like as long as there's that inner it just feels like a what it feels like is like there's an inner division that's asked to fall away that's being asked to fall away so let's make this tangible (laughs) like if anybody actually ends up listening to this okay so like what this actually looks like like what are the nuts and bolts (laughs) it's like little shit like i was telling her like i noticed that like when i get out of the shower and i'm like in my naked it's it's like this idea i'm like th- this person has seen me naked a hun- hundreds of times but yet there's still like this little thing that's like shy about yeah. nakedness or like 
when I pick my nose, I hide it. So that, like, there's all of these different little ways, yeah. and I'm just like, why? Yeah. And for me, it's like, um, or who am I kidding? Emotions, and it's yeah. like, okay, if I really didn't believe that there was a someone here, there would be no problem expressing everything, regardless of who was watching. Right. If there truly was no quote unquote belief in separation, so we can say in practice, like. I don't believe that there's a someone here, but actually it's like, yeah, unless you can let the whole world view all your dirty laundry and every dirty thought that you have ever had, then like you still believe in a someone and that someone is like being protected at all costs. (laughs) So it's like when it gets down to like the, like where the rubber meets the road, it's like the rubber meets the road in the relative world. It's like, and I think when you, when I, as I'm sitting with this, I'm like, people don't, I think, I can say people because I'm like, I don't even think that when I, when this all really began, I don't think that I realized like how deep the rabbit hole was actually going to go. And it's like what it was going to, what this was eventually going to cost. And it's like coming home, like yesterday, you know, coming home from work yesterday and being like, there was an older lady at my work who had a low-cut shirt on, and all I wanted to do was, like, motorboat this old lady. <laughs> you know what I mean? And sharing shit with your partner, like, that sounds, like, so stupid. Like, you would be like, well, you would never, like, think, you'd be like, you just keep that dirty little thought to yourself. And what's being forced now is just being like, no, bud, like, yeah. you, you can't, like, if... If you're going to actually, if I'm going to do this at all, if I'm going to be in relationship, it's going to have to be an all or nothing thing because this one is so perceptive <laughs> that it's like any sort of, like she knows, she doesn't know exactly, but there's like, there's some, she's like, you're, I'm not getting all of you. And I've had this with women throughout my entire life. And I would be, even even in, you know, moments like where before this thing happened a couple weeks ago, there wasn't infidelity but there was lying, you know what I mean? And it's, so it's like, she couldn't quite put her finger on it, but she's like, you're not all the way here. And there's been aspects of moving out here that w- there were deeper components. There was like different social structures and things that I wasn't really resolved to, like letting go of like some career things and like doing a job where I'm just like, how the fuck did I end up here, you know, working with like teenagers at a restaurant? Like, I'm just kind of like, what? And, and again, it's like these different things that are, there's just, there's a lot going on here. And it's, it's a very interesting thing to find myself. I didn't think by any, I didn't have any illusions of like, oh, I'm done with, with all this different stuff. But I thought that I had kind of like moved beyond this. And now I'm just sitting here just being like, you fucking dummy. Yeah. Like you're not gonna, you're not gonna curtail something and like you're not going to go truth is not going to permeate at every aspect of your life while you're trying to hide out subtle details yeah yeah and it yeah and it, you know you were saying like it may seem silly or crazy to like tell your partner certain things but it's like if you uh, you know i just what just reiterating like if there is something that like a line in the sand that you're like that's too far that's too honest then like how can a, you know like a truth realized state or like a liberated state ever 
exist here. It's, n it's literally not possible. And so, yeah, it just seems like what's very much, it just has felt obvious, at least in me. And it seems like, you know, like just this thing with the infidelity just like was this perfect little like shit storm of these things, these two patterns coming together and just like in this moment where like there's something literally like there's nowhere for either of us to wiggle out of because it's like we're in West Virginia in a small town like Henry doesn't have other like work opportunities that he could just go like jump into and leave like I can't go anywhere like it, so it's just life has like backed us into a corner to force basically like holding our head in front of a mirror so that we can't look away from something like we literally backed into a corner with nowhere else to go nothing else like nowhere else to look except at these parts of ourselves that both of us has, have been desperately ignoring and this this has happened you know a few different times and in one instance i was completely alone in it and i faced off with all of these different things so that was one component it was like, you know, facing off with all these things and really like getting honest with myself about like these monsters. And like the interesting thing about that is that subtly identity, I think, had kind of like been like, OK, cool. Like you got good with all of these places inside of yourself. And I felt like they had subsided. Mm -hmm. And so when we ended up in relationship again, it's it's been like ironing out these details slowly like it was kind of like you know like there would be different things where you would bring stuff to me and in the beginning in the first iteration of our relationship I'm like there being like subtle defenses mm -hmm. and so I was like oh okay here's an opportunity to put down these defenses like what are you what are you defending so that was one component of it and now it's like a deeper it's like a deep you know like truth is like this interesting thing because it's like there's one thing happening and it's like there's no grand realizations anymore mm -mm. it's just deepening of the same exact thing like deeper and deeper and deeper just like chipping away yeah at identity like and i guess like what you kind of realize or what i've realized is like it's just you know it feels like okay it's it, initially it felt like this ruthless thing of like no belief is true. No, this is true. No, this is true. But like, it's really like just digging down to the taproot, which is just the belief that there is a separate thing called a self that is separate from all other perceived things, that there is a subject and an object. And that is like the mother belief, like the belief of all beliefs. Yeah. And it's just like digging down and life is going to show you in every which way how you're attached and in how you're hiding and in what ways truth has not permeated. And like life does it perfectly. You know, we've talked about this, like your life is the only guru you will ever need. And it's just whether there's a willingness and an openness to pay attention. And some of this stuff, too, that we're talking about is like might sound fucking crazy. I shared this with somebody recently and he was like, oh, I need my lies. My ego needs my lies. I mean, and I guess at least he has the honesty. To yeah. Them, you know? And that's probably where a lot of people are like looking at something like this and be like, fuck no. 
that. like that's too far and maybe you know maybe it is but it's just like it's so obvious here that it's like there's no choice happening here there is nobody here that made a choice to do this because if there was somebody here that was trying to make a choice they would have fucking run like hell the other direction the second they caught wind of what was actually going on <laughs> yeah so but yeah so this is all just like really interesting and like so it feels very much like there's a beginning happening in this relationship or just like a new, what did you call it? Like iteration yeah. maybe of this relationship, which I feel like we've already been through like at least one of those where, um, yeah. Just, I guess that that's ultimately going to, that it really is That's what, relationship, I guess. And like real intimacy. And if it's not that, then it's probably some form of like a subtle codependency yeah. and stagnation. And so it doesn't seem indicated that you and I are ever going to find a place called solid ground to stand on. It's just going to be more and more of like things falling away and and I guess just more and, and but there's a certain like a, I've been telling you and I think you've been saying it back to me like there's almost like a, a certain sense of like what the mind could label as like dis-ease or like uncomfortable what that really is is uncertainty yeah it's uncertainty it's always under the surface literally always there and but like if all you think the... about that there's like a sense of like aliveness to that yeah and I'm like do would I want to trade that for like comfortability mm -hmm. and like my life has devolved into like a place of comfortability is just like non, I mean there, are, my life is comfortable, yeah. but like comfortable on like a real intuitive level. My life has very little to do with that. Like at this point, it's just like more and more and more. Like, there, there is no solid ground to fucking yeah, stand there's on. there's no ground. There's, it's not that there's no solid ground, there's just no ground. <laughs> it's literally like life is, life is free fall. Free fall. It's like perpetual free fall. And, yeah, I've been feeling it, too, just like as all of this started coming on, just like this knot in my belly and just like constant, this constant just like gnawing. And I feel like maybe I'm just acclimating to it, but it's like that kind of feels like the taproot like that's that's what everything we do is avoiding in life everything we do every mask that we put on every way that we distract ourselves every pacifier every behavior every addiction it's all avoiding that sensation that that reality that there is nothing stable and it's like you either fall into that lean into that discomfort until you realize that it's not actually the scary place that you thought that it was or you continue like spinning into a new behavior <laughs> it's good timing <laughs> spinning into speaking of spinning into a behavior that's actually evokes you know. something else that's kind of like interesting because there's like an interesting uh there's an interesting thing that I think like a lot of people find themselves in, which is like a, you know, like a path of like going to look for probably solid ground or just like something to kind of like let up on the anxiety of like their daily lives and these mm -hmm. different things and like trying to find that and, and trying to find, um, healing, you know, and, or like 
perfection. Yeah, like perfecting like their story. And or this just is peace, like, a, like fe- peace, like feeling okay. This is like a really interesting thing because I'm standing at like this odd, I don't want to use paradox because that's not the fucking word. Standing in this strange place, I'm not trying to change anything at this point. I don't have an idea of wanting to, to be better a better version for you or a better version for myself Mm -hmm. like that doesn't really exist here and and even the behaviors as they like manifest there's not even (laughs) there's not even a capability at this point of believing that there is some sort of like autonomous individual that is in control of shit Mm. and so the behaviors and stuff like that they may fall away or they may just always be here. I have no fucking clue. That's not really my job at this point. That This is what's so interesting about this is that if I was trying to like create like another version or a better version or a story, I could be like, oh, well, let me heal these things so that way I can fix this character called Henry and he can be a better partner, a better whatever, all of these different things. I've failed time and time again to be a better Henry. That shit is a fucking ghost. It's an apparition. That doesn't seem to be what this thing is is really like getting to. That's either going to come out in the wash on its own or it won't and this thing will just always have its tendencies. The only thing that seems to be really being asked for at this point is to fucking be honest about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And really, like, what it seems like this is pointing back to, and, you know, you hear so many, like, non-dual people saying stuff like, it's just this. It's just this. It's just what's here. Which and it's this like, is, like, all of your shit. Yeah, this is all your shit. It's like, this is... There's a moment, and there is an impulse arising to go do something that you would then have to lie and hide about. And what it would mean to completely be with this... Is to not is to come out of hiding. Is to like yeah. fully look at you know like fully examine it and look at it and it's, and for me on this side it's like. But they, but they, do you understand like the like what I'm saying like with the thing uh-huh. before where it's like yeah let me not fully that. look at this so I can change it. Yeah, it's not that. It's, it's just this. It's just this. It's just this. It's not yeah and and here it's like in me it's like there's this curiosity. And it's not, like, to change something, but it's almost just, like, this curiosity of, like, oh, shit, I've spent the last, you know, how 30 years, which is how long it's been since I was six years old, so the last 30 years hiding, what would it be like to not do that? Yeah. Like, what would it be like to do everything in the open and just, like, a more of, like, a curiosity, not so that I can be more fulfilled, not so that I can be happier, not so that I can change something about myself but almost just like a curiosity like hmm what might that be like Hmm. you know like talk to that talk to the counterintuitiveness that you were talking about earlier yeah it's very counterintuitive no just like how you were saying that like every big step oh um yeah every every big shift in all of this is just it feels completely counterintuitive just like a little leaf over there doing a little helicopter thing that's kind of cool um, every big step feels completely counterintuitive. It's like exact, it, and Henry has called this like it's the backward step, and I'm sure there are other people that have used those terms too. But I'm trying to think of like what's a different example. So in this, for instance, 
the counterintuitive thing when something arises and there's an impulse to like move basically I guess it just in a broad sense like something arises in life and there's this impulse to retreat retreat. it's actually it's the opposite it's lean into it yeah and then through leaning into it you get to the other side and realize like oh that wasn't even a thing Mm. you know that was just like an idea like there was a fear of an idea half the time when we've just been starting to to do this shit it's like half the time it's funny yeah. Yeah, and and it can. Or the other, <laughs> the other day, the other day, there was like irritation on this side, and I came in and. Yeah, I was I was just there's frustration and irritation. It's like there's like a volcano erupting, like all the shit that I've suppressed my whole life, because there's been a pattern of just like suppress, suppress, suppress. Don't express that emotion. Don't say that. Don't speak that. Hold your tongue. And it's just like there's a volcano erupting lately, and it's just he's the only thing around, so it's pointed this way. <laughs> But I said, I was like, uh, I don't remember what I said, but I was like, it was something about like, I had told you something that was frustrating and you're like, what else? Like, what else is frustrating? Or I was like, is you? it something that I'm doing or something? And she was just like, no, it's just that you exist. <laughs> and it's like you're existing. It's yeah, irritating My existence to me. was like the most frustrating thing. And so like voicing that, like you, that's, I mean, I guess on one level that would be like so fucking hurtful, but. To me, I'm like, I'm listening to this stuff. And the more that, like, this is stuff is coming out... It's silly. Yeah, but I guess, like, the more... It, the interesting thing about it is that when you're butting up against something and then, like, you go to share it, I'm so self-obsessed with, like, the fact uh, that... I, or It's becoming so loud, like, all the subtle ways that I hide... That, like, it's so much work here that I don't even have the bandwidth to, like, really be, like, uh, I, I listen and I'm, like, I'm engaged and, like, I, I do genuinely care how you're feeling. But in terms of, like, this outpouring of stuff, I don't have the bandwidth to be, like, to, to be concerned with, like, what you might be hiding. Mm-hmm. So then when it does come out, it's like, it's more often than not, it's like, it's a, it's a point of like pretty good laughter. Yeah. And, and it's something you realize too, because so like this hiding, if you think about like the time in life that all of this hiding really starts, it's when you're a kid, because from when we're born, like the first thing we learn is correction, like from parents is like constantly correcting correcting don't do this don't do this don't say that act this way act this way so it's constantly correcting what a child is doing naturally and so like all of these little hiding impulses and like those voices like that's they're very juvenile like they're all very childlike and juvenile so like for me to be like oh your existence is making me so mad it's like that's a very childish juvenile thing and it's like to be able to see that and I think the more that I speak these things the more I'm realizing how juvenile it is and it's becoming like silly like I'm able to look at it and be like oh that's silly but that doesn't like mean that it has less value or that it doesn't make sense to feel a certain way because like all of that stuff is like it's just what's here but and then when like Henry got right um I slept out in the woods last night, so didn't see him 
after he got home from work last night, but when he came to me this morning, he was like, man, there's just like this older lady and I just wanted to motorboat her. Like I just laughed out loud because it's like, and you know, maybe at a previous time in my life, I would have felt offended because, you know, he and I were talking afterwards that like there's been overcoming here of like insecurity about like having small breasts and like wanting to look a different way. And, but at this point it's just like, that doesn't, register as much and and in a statement like that it's just like it's so juvenile mm. and it's so it's silly you know it's just like a silly little they're thought. not all like that though too no i mean like the fact that like you know like some of them are like they touch on core wounds and shit but i think yeah i almost like look at this and i'm like it makes perfect sense that that there would be something that would kind of like blow the whole thing up mm-hmm. because essentially like what that's creating is a, a catalyst for another unfolding and then it's just like a deeper deeper unfolding and then there's kind of like a question of just like where where does this end up you know what i mean like does it end up in a place of like just like a a, such a solid form of intimacy that you're like i'm not gonna go and and do all this work again you know what i mean (laughs) i'm not gonna do this work with somebody else like we did it all, you know what I mean? Like, we're here to fucking stay. Yeah. But or does knows? it end up in like, a place where, like, you see all of me, and then you're just like, ugh. Yeah, who knows? And, like, the, the you know, that, yeah, and that, like, stepping into that honesty, you know, Adyashanti again, but he's been, like, very relevant lately. But um, I was listening to something of his, and he was talking about, you know, when you come out of hiding completely, all of a sudden you no longer have any control over anything that happens. You have no control over the people around you. Like hiding is really just like a manipulation and a survival tactic. Yeah. And it's like, and, you were it's, ta- and we were all like taught that from a very, yeah. and, and we so this is what that. this is kind of like going. It's, so it's going like, there's no solid the ground. Grain. Yeah. It's going against the grain against everything that we were taught. And it's like leaning into something that all of your conditioning says to avoid like hell. And, it's that in every every big shift is counterintuitive and it's like that's the fundamental thing so in the truth thing it's like when there's an impulse to hide or to do something in secrecy it's like no leaning the other direction or what are some other examples i feel like i'm having a hard time coming up with examples well no just like the backward step like how they're counterintuitive stuff it there's it goes it really runs the gamut but it's like um, I mean, when you go into like challenging beliefs, it could be anything. It could be like God. God's a pretty big one that it's once you start to really like look at this and be like, what, what sort of assumptions do I have about this? Or what am I carrying around? And what you begin to realize is like it, it, when it really starts to fall away, it's everything. Every single belief that you've basically leaned on whether yeah. it's like I've got I'm a I'm a soul yeah. who's going to have an afterlife and then carry on and then when you really start to look at that your death is actually absolute uncertainty yeah and i guess another way that that oh, i might have just forgotten it um, everything is counterintuitive everything is counterintuitive or like, you know, go, getting into spirituality with some sort of notion, conscious or unconscious, that you're going to transcend some part of your humanness. Or to become, become some to holy become saint. To become a holy, per- like a perfect being 
but in actuality it's a swan dive into your humanness completely and so like every step is very counterintuitive and doesn't and goes against everything that we've been taught or like, like every notion that that the mind has to or that an ego has to protect itself it's moving the other direction into complete uncertainty and you know like when as all this stuff has been coming up something that henry and i have gotten to which is challenging my own you know like my um seeking for i need something stable forever it's actually like a swan dive into no footing at all because like he and I have had to sit with like wow we suddenly don't know where I mean not that there was ever certainty in this relationship because anybody could leave at any time anybody can die at any time but like oh we don't know what the future of our relationship is we don't know if we'll stay together we don't know how this is gonna go but it just there was something about it that felt like a beginning in a way Mm. like something shifting into a new, yeah, I don't know. So into we'll potentiality. See. Into yeah, just like and like when you really get into like what reality actually is, that's all that it is. Yeah, is just like an empty potentiality, expanding into yeah, or manifesting into fucking everything. And identity does not like that. Like it create, it's like a knot in the stomach, and you know, because it wants to know. Yeah, it wants identity to know. wants to know. Yeah, and it's been very loud lately too that. You know, there still is like a selfing function here that may or may not fall away, but it is becoming very clear that self, you know, I've heard multiple teachers talk about this or multiple, you know, people that talk about this stuff, that self is just a physical energetic contraction. And like, of course it is. Like it's, it's that pulling away from, like it's that contracting energy versus like opening, leaning into something and, you know, makes perfect sense that when that dividedness inside that which is hiding hiding is inner division like that's what that is it's like and that doesn't mean that like thoughts stop or like impulses stop but it's just like the pretending that something isn't exactly what it is seems to be what is falling away like there's not pretending that what's here isn't just what's here yeah you know and i think like there's almost like this other component that like the acceptance of it and like it's just as good like there's no holy part of Henry that's any better than his mischievous parts it's just it's all like this kind of like perfect little bowl of soup and it <laughs> and it, it really is like all okay and and it's also 100% okay if somebody else doesn't like it yeah and you know so it's something else that he and I have been like getting into lately is just like yeah it's just like old shit like looking at old old patterns and just seeing them as patterns and like recognizing that here in me there's like very old wounding around like men and masculine and um, that was a cool conversation yesterday we should talk about that um so like masculine wounding here and just like growing up with a father who was very aggressive and there was a lot of fear there and then going on an entire life where there's just boundaries like disrespected 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 and then attracting relationships where like something is mirrored and reinforcing reinforcing something and just like finally just getting to this point of just like there's so much anger here 
that there's just not even a knowing of what to do with it and just, you know, having to look at it. Like having to look at all of the places, every fucking place, no stone, un- no stone unturned, every place where anything has ever been hidden, suppressed, repressed, pushed down, pushed aside, ignored, not spoken, tongue has been bit, like every fucking thing and that came gets out as, looked at. It was kind of a cool conversation because it came out as like, two different sides like there was like there's there's a piece if we were speaking honestly that's just like i don't like men and as i you know and then i I gave the other side of that and i was like yeah like there's a piece of me around like i don't like women you know what i mean and that's like the there is a component and it's interesting when i look at like some of like my sexual patterns are so directly linked to the fact that i don't like women Mm. it's not that like i want to like be mean or rude to any of them but like I was explaining to you yesterday it was like I think when I was younger not getting the sort of like attention or about which this is like talk about juvenile not getting when I look at like the the deeper parts of like or characteristics of my identity I'm like wow and like when I really sit with them I'm like what a just like without before like there's kind of like an acceptance real acceptance there has to be kind of like being able to look at it and just be like man what an entitled little brat Hmm. but i also like being able to love the entitled little brat and just be like it's okay that there is an entitled little brat but like in not getting like a form of like attention or acceptance at in like a certain age that i was i think that i basically like put up or drew up like a wall Mm-hmm. with something and then the way that that went out once I did start getting that sort of attention or validation my tendency was to like subtly you know have no di- or have no regard for for like feminine counterparts and different things like that mm-hmm. and it wasn't that I set out to be mean or like to hurt anybody's feelings or anything like that but it's just interesting how everything works in tandem but even just like saying that out loud especially like in the current climate of things as a man to be like man there's a piece of me that i don't like women and that's not really true like i actually really love women and i and i love the way that everything i love the way that masculine and feminine work in tandem it's like a beautiful beautiful yeah we've talked a lot about this one which is interesting like that the masculine is like the absolute the feminine is the relative which is like constant change there's a lot of like sensitivity and intuition and flowiness and emotionality and expression and the masculine is like the the stable solid thing so like in looking at relationship there's just this piece it's like what every woman really wants is just like that neutral container to hold all of this mm. <laughs> all of this and then yeah. vice versa and that's not to but say the, that but the you know piece that like when i think when i sit with that i'm like the piece that i don't like about it is this is the same piece that wants to hide mm. that's afraid of intimacy yeah. it's all of these different things so it's like of course there's going to be an aversion to something that kind of challenges its own status quo or like what it is so yes there will probably always be a piece about femininity that and the complexity is just like <laughs> infuriating sometimes you know what i mean like i'm just like jesus 
even like your your sexual tackle is just like why does it got to be so fucking complex <laughs> you know like every woman is a little bit different and you know so there's a piece i can't speak for every man but there's definitely a piece in me where i'm just like yeah sometimes women kind of piss me off you know yeah yeah, and vice versa. And but everything that like, pisses me off is the same shit I love, too. Yeah, so of course it is. And it's like, you know, and that's not to say that, like, you know, masculine components exist here. Feminine components exist here. We were talking recently about the Jesus quote um, in, I think it's the Book of Thomas, about, like, the male will no longer be male and the female will no longer be female. It's like reconciling all of these these polar energies until like you realize that it's never it was never separate it was never separate it's all the same thing it's the one the same one thing it's not two yeah it's not two you know um and you know there's an interesting thing too like i can maybe sense that like in talking about something like this and like infidelity that there's like you know, there would have been a time in my life where something like that would have been so hurtful because I've gone through infidelity before and I've been in, in unfaithful. Um, when You've I was, been an infidel? I've been an infidel, you know, when I was younger too. So, like, I've played all the roles and, you know, there was a time in my life where, you know, Henry coming to me and telling me that would have been just, like, you know, I think the last long relationship that I had, <laughs> oh, we should talk about the synchronicities. The last long relationship that I had ended with me being, the, my partner being unfaithful and then me being left by myself with a half-finished house that was like okay, so her being half-renovated. Her and her partner bought a house together, started renovating it. He was unfaithful. Shit hit the fan. Everything came out in the wash. She ends up in a, with an unfinished house. The same exact situation happened here. So we're basically, we were at a stand or like a standoff or whatever you want to call it. And she's basically being like, holy shit, here I am again, only magnified. Yeah. Out in the woods, having to like, wanting to kind of like build something with two little hands. (laughs) Two tiny hands that can't grip things. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so, and then in the same way. I was kind of like sitting there after this happened and it was like an interesting thing when I sat with it because if I'm really honest with myself, the experience itself wasn't like something that I was just like conflicted about. I was like, this is something that happened. The conflicted thing happened when I came home and then tried to like lie about it. You know, that's we tried to like tell like a half truth, half truth, yeah. and like withholding information and different shit like but that. But to- kind of quote unquote told the truth without telling the truth. Yeah, it, w- it, know, was, a, it was a bold faced lie. Not only that, it was a premeditated lie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there was like so much that went into it. And uh, oh, but anyway, on my side of the thing, so yours was kind of like being in a, like a, a situation with like a, a house. Mine was like essentially like it'd be hard to kind of put this all into words, but basically like the exact same scenario that I've been through multiple times where essentially like I'm standing in between something and just try or like, you know, two different people and like trying to lie and like shadow different things. And there was just like so many eerie things <laughs> or not eerie. The synchronicities synchronistic, were like, you know what I mean? Uh, we couldn't ignore them and just like ah here we are literally again there is nowhere to fucking go there's nowhere to hide nowhere to hide 
like inevitably this shit's gonna it and you're going to basically create maybe i shouldn't speak you were yeah i have created the same exact or attracted the same exact manifestation over and over and over same and, and then it's like but it's it doesn't like you, you don't really notice it, it until you're standing in it and then you're yeah. like holy shit and you're gonna keep doing it until you actually stand long enough to really look at it and you know last time i went through this it was like i confronted a lot of stuff and there was a lot of stuff that fell and it kind of like is what sparked this whole truth unfolding within myself and this time around it's just like the same mirror but deeper like more f- patterns that were much much that are much more fundamental to the jennifer character Mm. and that i think actually might end up being the death of me which is you know which is funny so um yeah but i i guess where i was starting with this before getting into those synchronicities was like you know there would have been a point where there would have just been rage and like this roller coaster and this spiral and this emotionality and like the first time you know the house that all this happened in my last relationship there was all of that and it's just you know it's interesting that like when all this happened it was almost like there was no surprise and yeah maybe there was like there's definitely been some like really hard converse or not hard but like very honest confronting like some challenging conversations but it just like it it just feels something about it feels different this time it's it's very obvious like what's mine and what's not mine and what's being asked here which is full honesty here and just completely coming out of hiding yeah. in all the ways and I, this is literally probably just the genesis of it you know what i mean like as i'm looking at it i'm like probably first steps into a deeper unfolding we've been listening to this audiobook that's called what is it called radical honesty i think so yeah and you know he talks people try to kind of put things in like layers but where it's like you know here's one thing and here's the second one and the third one and different things but yeah it's definitely like this very interesting thing that I really had hoped I was going to be yeah. able to. But it's fucking hilarious because Henry around. and I have even had conversations in the past of like, what would it be like to just tell the truth to each other all the time about everything? Like every go. thought, every idea. And it just wasn't indicated at the time, but it's come, it's something that's, you know, truth is, is, is that way. It's like, or at least in my experience, it's something that like things will poke their head up multiple times and then all of a sudden there's it's like almost just like preparing you for to actually like dive off the cliff into it yeah and then here we are so um i don't know when we're going to be able to post this video because we literally have like no internet out here so we're gonna have to try to figure something out but gonna be taking the internet along for whatever this ride is we're starting a kickstarter for you guys to buy fibernet in west virginia um (laughs) we're hoping everybody will donate a dollar (laughs) we're really suffering out here with no internet (laughs) we're so bad it's third world poor conditions yeah Hmm. i don't think i have anything else do you have anything else you just want to sit with it for a minute we may end up, do, we'll probably end up doing another episode about similar Maybe stuff. all this podcast is going to be is just is just more Maybe. rants about honesty and all it the ways be. that, you know. And that's, yeah. It might be. 
Let's just listen to the creek for a minute. It's lovely. <laughs> this made me think of the meme that I've seen of like this stick person picks up the phone and says, hey, I can't talk right now. I'm watching a live stream and then like turns and just looks at a creek. <laughs> we're watching a live stream. We're live. We're live. We're literally live streaming right now. <laughs> I was thinking earlier today, I was like, man, I'm so grateful for crickets. Hmm. Because, you know, like in mental chatter this time of year, or it's like in story, like when mind is going in story, there's like a constant still point in nature and like being close to like, you know, in relative proximity to it that provides kind of just like a, a touchstone to come back into what is. And crickets are like this really cool thing this time of year because cicadas yeah it's like they can be like you can be your mind can be off in story or like projections of like something or not something that might happen or whatever it might be and then like coming back it's like this constant like to this this, just this this, this, you know it can be like oh what's gonna happen what's gonna happen and it's like oh this is what's here the crickets are chirping yeah of all the things that we've said that's like the big what seems to be the big thing unfolding right now is just always everything pointing back to just here. What's here? What's here? No, what's here? Yes, yeah. I, yes, the, okay, yes, I hear your projections. I hear this. I hear this and the fear and the fear. What's here? What's here? What's here? What's here? And the immediacy yeah. of here, here, here. It's pretty awesome. And what's here, actually, I've never checked in with what's here. And it been a problem. Yeah. Like when I really check in with, I'm like, what's here right now? It's never a problem. Problems typically, I mean, obviously, like if you're getting, if you're in a car accident, you know, there might be like a moment or some moments of like, what's here isn't great in a relative way. But like in an actual way of like presence. Yeah. Every time that I check in with what's actually here beneath my projections of what may happen or did happen or something like that, what's here is actually... It's not a it's, problem. It's not wonderful. It's not exuberant. Yeah. It's not like transcendence. It's just... It's fine. It's great. Yeah. It, it is what it is, you know? And like sometimes what's here is uncomfortable emotions. Sometimes sure. what's here is an urge to hide. Sometimes what's here is a naughty thought. Sometimes what's here is fear. And it's just like, but it's always back to like, no, what's here? Yeah. What's here? What's here? What's here? Yeah, so. I think we just contradicted what I was, or I think I contradicted, there was a contradiction. Because I guess, yeah, you're right. Like, in what's here, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes it can be, like, really hard. It can be difficult, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a projection of, like, but th- then, but but then, you know, in the same way, it's, like, sometimes what's here is, is just a, it's a projection. And projection's not a problem either. It's, like, the, the clinging to stuff. To the projection, and, yeah. yeah.
Life is strange. Yes, it is. This is all very strange. This this is new territory for both of us. I was telling Henry this morning that, you know, I, our, for our whole relationship, I've kind of been pedestalizing him as someone who, like, had a lot of stuff figured out because he was well-versed in, like, the out, kind of absolute truth stuff, and that was extremely uncomfortable for me. And so there was always this sense of, like, him being there and being like, hey, it's okay, it's okay, come on, come on, keep going. And, like, almost, like, pushing me into things sometimes, and I'm so grateful for that. And I just had this thing lately that I was like, oh, whoa, this is this is totally uncharted for both of us. And, like, I don't have that little touchstone anymore. And, like, coming to terms with that has been really scary. And, like, that's, that's aloneness. Like, that's true aloneness is, like, the uncertainty and, like, feeling that inside like feeling the groundlessness inside oneself and being with the groundlessness and being with what's here and bringing what's on the inside to the outside Mm. and like that's what aloneness is it's like all of that stuff and standing in that alone like what is more alone than being raw and naked in front of other people yeah what's more alone than that there's there's really nothing especially when one's living in a state of like perceiving separation yeah like that's aloneness i guess the cool thing here is that i as i'm looking at this there's like it couldn't be more obvious like this has been coming down the pipe for such a fucking long time but the other the other awareness is like there's not to like actually like reach a sense of like done or completeness or anything but like as i'm looking at this piece of it i'm just like if i if if i can manage this here there's nothing there's nothing left there's nothing left and there's no and there's nothing else in the world that i would ever be concerned about yeah like you're like the only person where i'm kind of like oh like holding some sort of like thing you know yeah some sort of idea of like being good or something like that for you and it's like if if that can be really be like let go and seen through it's like i don't really have a whole lot of shit that i'm already fairly much that that way in the world you know Mm -hmm. so yeah it's just this last little piece of like a scared little fucker inside who's little bastard he's so scared to come out you know Mm -hmm. which of course like that's we hide like that's that's, yeah it's just like the taproot it's like we hide it we protect it we guard it it's like it's what we think of as me it's hilarious hilarious like it's like the perfect like if you actually like know me pretty well it's like the the, (laughs) the irony is so perfect that it's like some form of deep intimacy that's like <laughs> that's like gonna be you know like this thing gonna be the death of you it's hilarious <laughs> yeah life has if life life has, has nothing but like humor. a perfect sense of humor yeah she sure does indeed and you can pretty much make book on if whatever your thing is that's like the deep dark unknown that's it. That's what it's going to cost. <laughs> That's the cost. So if you don't want to give that up, turn back. Yeah. Like for you, just being like, 
you know, my one person that's going to love me forever for me, you know, like it just, it's like this interesting thing, like whatever that thing is that you've been carrying for a really long time, that's the... It's like simultaneously your demon and your God. It's your devil and your God. It's the thing that you worship. So for him, it's like worshiping independence and the the devilish side of that, if you want to call it that, is like the hiding and stuff. For me, it's like the thing that I worship is love and commitment and the kind of devilish side of that is hiding anything that contradicts that in any way and like upholding this image of somebody who will be lovable forever and projecting that out. The funny thing, I was thinking about that the other day and life tends to not really give you your, like your picturesque thing. You may get moments, like you may get kind of like pieces of like these different things but what it actually gives you is kind of like these almost like subtle backhanded real things Mm -hmm. so like when you're saying like i want somebody that'll love me forever the truth is you could leave tomorrow i would love you forever yeah I know. But that's not that see how that doesn't quite it's fit. It's not the idea. Yeah. That's not the it's like, wait, wait, that's a not what's worshipped, you right. know. And and really the truth of this is like letting fall letting your God fall, like losing yeah. your God. And like God God for you is whatever in practice and behavior you worship. Yeah. And it's like letting that fall and letting that go. And it's and until that happens, it's like free. There's freedom can't can't. I mean, freedom already is. It's like letting be free. What what is always yeah. already free? Which is so fucking weird. <laughs> so it's like you're not gonna ever. You are not ever gonna be free. Jennifer Bird is not ever gonna be free. Henry is never gonna be free. It's letting be free. What always was already free. So like whatever is manifesting here, life is Henrying. Yeah. Perfectly, perfectly, and it's letting that be what it already is and letting the jennifering be what it already is and not hiding it because it's the hiding and the negotiating with it that's the imprisonment yeah but it's already free it's already what it is and it's letting your image yourself fall and the self is it's only an illusion crazy it's crazy it's weird so this will be an interesting uh <laughs> probably few months or year or whatever it ends up being <laughs> yeah we'll see how it'll be kind of interesting to look back at these and just like after whatever unfolds unfolds and just be like oh that was weird <laughs> that's a merry-go-round yeah that's all i got okay later <laughs>